You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay authenticity guarantee and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head turning handbag, a watch that says it all. Jewelry that makes you feel like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay authenticity guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I Suck at Dating with Dean, Vanessa, and Jared, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us on another non-April Fool's episode of Help, I (laughs) Suck at Dating. You've got your usual suspects in studio today, starting with me, Dean Unglert. Vanessa Grimaldi in studio. Can you guys talk, or am I just going to oh, be talking dude, about I myself? Dude, I No, I'm, I'm teasing like these it. long breaks. I like te- it when Jared does it. He says, in the beautiful, and he just, like, pumps Yeah, up. I just really get you going, yeah. so you're ready and to I'm go like, for the damn, podcast. And we're yeah. up, I'm extending my, my periods of silence so you guys can introduce yourselves. Well, I just flew in, guys. I don't even know where I am right now or what time it is. Uh, you're on the Almost Famous podcast, oh, and he's oh, Ashley and I'm Ben. It's April Fool's again. Yeah, all over again. Well, welcome to a new episode of Help I Suck at Dating. The three of us are all in studio, so hopefully the sound quality is a little bit better this week. We have a special guest uh, who is a little under the weather today, so she's going to call in. But uh, she goes by the name of Gigi Gorgeous. And it's something that we've been campaigning, at least Vanessa and I have been campaigning for a little bit now on this podcast. About? I've been campaigning you too. You have been, but Vanessa and I have been more vocal about campaigning for I am. I, I want Gigi on the podcast. Not just Gigi specifically, but it's always good to get different perspectives. Right. So Gigi Gorgeous, for those that don't know, is a transgender, essentially a supermodel, it seems like. Stunning. Stunning, yep. beautiful woman um, who... She's a big part of the LGBTQ community. Um, she is notoriously known for uh, trans... Being a transgender yeah. from a man to a woman, she's very open and honest about that. So she's going to be on the podcast a little she bit later. She has a new book that she's going to talk about. Yes, she does. And if does. you guys are big on YouTube, she has a big YouTube following. She has a documentary. Where is she really from, I wonder? She, oh, you you know you want me to say where she's from. So I actually want to ask her, because it does say Montreal, because I did like I did do like a little bit of research. I'm like, wait, when she was diving in her documentary, I'm like, that looks like Claude de Robillard, which is right next to my house. I'm sorry, was that gibberish? That was French. Oh, okay. So Same I thing. want to ask her if that if she's actually from Montreal or if she grew up in Toronto. But she's Canadian, and that makes me really happy. And she's stunning and has such an amazing story. So very excited for her to call in. But before we get to that, that's going to be later on in the episode. Uh, obviously, we're blessed with Vanessa's presence in studio today. Aww. Vanessa, why are you in studio? So we had... Mm-hmm. 
the wine tour with iHeartRadio. Where was that? In uh, Napa nice. Valley. Very Dean, Dean, where were you? Oh, not there. Why weren't you there? Was, what, you're too cool for school? It's I was not, so can't sad travel. you weren't there, Dean. I overextended you don't go on myself. Field trips? I, I came all the way over here. Just to hang out with me. Yeah, uh, two Is, days before. Did your boyfriend sh- come with you? No, he didn't. Why not? Because he's in, uh, sorry, he uh, was in Toronto. Oh, well, that's okay. And <laughs> Verb but, tenses. Who was all there? Jared, Ashley, Vanessa, Ben, Wells. As you said earlier, the usual suspects. The of usual Blake. suspects. Blake, Blakey, Blakey. Blake. I know Blake, Derek Pith is going to be there. Yeah, Derek Pith. But Blake, you know, is somebody that we just saw this past weekend. But it's somebody that you should be seeing. Well, uh, just in a couple months, Jared, really, Dunn, down Dunn. at a beach in Mexico, Almost really. Paradise. Great transition, man. Yeah, paradise. I try. Any updates on that? There's yes, so many no. rumors about that. And I messaged you. Remember, I got so mad. I'm like, yeah. dude, I tell you everything. Why didn't you tell me you said yes to paradise? No, well, she, no, no, no. This yes. is what Vanessa does. Vanessa texts me and says. Dean, I tell you everything. I can't believe you didn't tell me this big secret. And that's it. And then it cuts off. And I said, I was like, I was like, what did she find out? <laughs> um, and then she goes, you're going to paradise. And you didn't tell me. Nothing is confirmed, you guys. So hold on. So that means you didn't say no. So it's I not haven't said not. yes either. Though. He hasn't committed. I, I, I don't know. So if you were to go to pa- on paradise. What would you would you be going on for fun for to gain followers to find love? What uh, would be your reason? All the above. That's kind of why I've yet to give an answer because I haven't really figured out what I want. Out I of think anything. it'd be great for our podcast. Just take one for the sure. Team, From a business perspective, fantastic. <laughs> we'll get we'll get a couple extra listeners for a couple extra weeks while the season's airing. <laughs> totally worth it, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. For you guys, it's a, it's a zero risk uh, zero risk for you guys. I just really hope that you pull up into paradise uh, with your van. Drive down there, take a little Ooh. road trip. Yeah. Instead of coming down the stairs, you just pull up right in front of the stairs. I was jump out it. of the van. I was actually thinking about this. Like, if I were to go through with paradise, I, you guys know that I got my skydiving license. How cool would it be to skydive be onto the beach? Yeah, no, uh, I think that I'd seems be like it's a that, no, that beach is be, quite small. It's pretty small. That would be such a bachelor move, though. It would be pretty badass. Is it though. dangerous to skydive in water as well? Well, there's just like winds that come off the water over oh, yeah. the land that are kind of dangerous. But at that point, I'll have enough jumps to where I'm like comfortable doing that. No, you know no, no, I mean? we don't want. Oh that. yeah, so yeah. But no, uh, like nothing's confirmed. I don't know. What do you guys think? Obviously, you guys both want me to do it. I, ju- I want you to do it if you're if to do it and not end up regretting it. Did you mm. end up regretting the last time? Well, well, the one time you went on. The thing that is different this time around is going into every show. I've been in a mindset that I haven't really been in that I am now. Like going into the bachelor mindset is that going into the bachelorette, I was open to new opportunities, not really sure what would come from it. Um, looking for like to mix up my life and spice up my life a little bit. So that was my mindset going into that. Going into Paradise, the first well, Bachelor in Paradise, immediately following Bachelorette, I was like in a weird place. You know, I just came off Bachelorette like literally three weeks prior. Um, like financially, I wasn't really comfortable, all that kind of stuff, and I didn't really know what was going to come of all of this. And then going into Bachelor Winter Games, my headspace was all messed up. Obviously, I was still kind of. Um, torn up from my Bachelor in Paradise experience, and I figured going mm-hmm. into Winter Games might help me get over mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that's not the case. And so for the first time out of any of the Bachelor shows, again, if I were to do Bachelor in Paradise, which not confirming nor denying anything right now, um, it would be the first time where like I'm fully sing- like fully comfortable with who I am, mm-hmm. not like hung up on anything in the past. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Almost like a fresh start. Not even a fresh start, but it's like I'm finally like, 100% happy. Like, financially speaking, I'm good. Yeah. Uh, emotionally speaking, I'm good. Mentally speaking, I'm good. Like, all of these things. And so it's like, for that reason, it would kind of be like, okay, like, maybe we can give this a go where, like, everything is kind of running on all cylinders. I stuff. just want you to go because I feel like so many past contestants that have turned down Paradise look back and say, why the hell did I say no? 
Like and this they one? Always like Vanessa? Regret it. I well, don't know if Vanessa turned. Well, they keep asking me. They asked me again this. Uh, well, one of the producers. Every time I hear from her, I'm like, "Oh my god! I like it's been so long. I'm yeah. so excited to hear from you." And then it, and like, it hits. Oh, I'm like, "Oh, what are you, doing you just want me to know. Yeah. You want to know if I'm single." Yeah. And uh, so I was asked again for this season, and of course it's a compliment because like once I'm, you know, once they stop asking, it's like, well, you're kind of like old news. Old news. Yeah. No yeah. one really wants you anymore. So I'm like, no, I'm in a, I'm, I'm happily in a relationship now. You know, I don't. I mean, I, I can't predict the future, but I do suppose that I will still be with him come summertime. So I'm like, oh, maybe I can give out a date card. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. I mean. Give some dating advice. doesn't I mean, really seem worth it for them. a podcast on dating. From the production standpoint, I don't really see why they would. Because I want a vacation, guys. Exactly. I- <laughs> no, obviously. Makes sense. Hey, put it out there. You never know what's going to happen. The challenging thing, too, is essentially for me go to, going to Paradise, if I were to go to Paradise, like I'm a, I'm a pretty controversial figure, I think, in terms of Bachelor Nation. So it's like. That could go either way for me in terms of a girl being like kind of uh, drawn to that, or just completely going to block yeah, me off. Yeah, but those are things. Those are things that are such outside of your control that you you can't say yes or no because of that. Yeah, I guess. But it's like sometimes you might not even get a fair shot just because of what you've been labeled from the past. I right think I mean? if somebody doesn't give you a fair shot because of how you were labeled in the past, <laughs> that person's not for you anyway. That's fair. No, that's, you know, that's you a, wouldn't want to be with that person anyway. Did you slide into anyone's DMs? Um, from last season? Well, we had Bree on the podcast back in right. January or February. Did you guys go on a date? Um, we like talked a little bit. but Did you hang out outside of talking on social media? No, not yet. Mm. <laughs> not, not yet. 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 <laughs> uh, uh, but Kaylin slid into your DMs a long time ago. That's been obviously... stunning. I'm not no, going to like... No. Uh, yeah, a few of them have slid into my DMs. Oh, so more than oh. just the two of them. Yes. I'm not going to name names, obviously, but it's like... Can you hmm. give us a first letter? Nope, Maybe abs- their initials? Absolutely not. I got to tease it a little bit. But it, that's that's what I'm saying. It's like, okay, sure, I guess it would be still fun to go to the beach yeah. um, and hang out with people. I mean, look, Melpy came out of it, and she ended up becoming friends with people. Melpy. Yeah. Maltby. Maltby. Yeah. I don't know. I, I also kind of like... As great as the Bachelor franchise has been to me and to all of us, I kind of like want to remove myself from it. Makes sense, you know. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want to be known as Dean from the Bachelor. I want to be known as like Dean, the guy that does cool things and travels all over the world, like skydives. Yeah, I don't know. It's just it, there's a lot of conflicting ideas that like some are encouraging me to do it, and some are saying me, for me not to do it. And again, maybe like I'm probably not even desired to go back from a production standpoint either. Like no one's asked me from the production side of things. No, no one's talking about you? Just, No way. No, I'm he's lying. That's such a lie. Yes. Look so, at that smirk. So it's like, who the heck knows? Dean from The Bachelor. Hey, listen, try being known as Mr. Ashley I. Um, <laughs> You're Mr. I. Kennedy. Uh, Mr. I. Kennedy. Wait, well, no, that's weird because that's guys, Ashley's dad's name. Guys, you guys have I talked- still get, I still get a congratulations on your engagement. Oh. Two uh, years later. Yikes. So that's kind of depressing. I'm sorry about that. That's. I, I know we've talked about hard. this, and I'm sure you and Ashley have talked about it. But when you guys get married, it's gonna be Ashley Highbon, but she's still gonna go by. I, I. think Kennedy. she's gonna. She obviously she wants to change her name. Um, but she's definitely going to still go by, I think, Ashley I as her, like, right. you know, but like her driver name. I don't even know how to say that. Her driver's license will still say her it. government or, name. I'm sorry, her, her government she's name She's going to legally change Ashley her name at some point. Highland. Yeah. Yeah. But we were talking to Jade about that because Jade actually didn't legally change her name to Tolbert, I think, till like a year afterwards. I think really? that's what she said. And so hmm. who knows what will happen, but we'll, you know, we'll do that. We'll cross that bridge been, when we get there. I've always been very, very pro taking my wife's last name. Um, really? But now so your kids would have your uh, wife's last name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like it'd be like Dean Grimaldi. I've always <laughs> I've always been pro that. But now it's weird because like similar to Ashley Kennedy, like Ungler is so unique mm-hmm. that there's only I'm the only Dean Ungler on the entire planet. You know what I mean? Why mm-hmm. is that? Why? 
there just aren't many unglers. It's like a very unique last name. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so like if say I marry uh, a girl with a very more like a much more common last name, like you kind of lose like the Clark. identity a little bit. Like yeah. the note, not the notoriety, but like the like Smith, like the right. individuality. Right. You totally. know what I mean. So that's like the only thing that would maybe inhibit me considering that now. I agree with that as well because I feel bad because Ashley and Lauren are the last two Iconettis. Yeah. So mm. like the Iconetti name will die. They that's have so no sad. Brothers. They and don't a, have any brothers. No. That's the thing. I have two older brothers. And so they're probably going to have kids at some point. So the Unglert name will live on. Well, that's nice. Um, that's a nice security blanket to have. Yeah. But uh, for me, I think the Haybon the hey name will live on. There's uh, hey bon. How many times am I going to mispronounce your name? Haybon. Hey bon. What did you hey say bon. before? Haybon. 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 Sounds like, uh, a, yeah, like a pastry. Well, another question I have for you, Dean, and Vanessa as well, is that, listen, you might go down to Paradise. Who knows? You might meet somebody. I remember on my season of Paradise, Grant and Lace, when oh, they yeah. got together, they got matching tattoos of each other. Do you guys oh, remember yeah. this at all? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, a little premature because little obviously premature. it didn't work out, unfortunately, and they got the matching tattoos. So I don't know if you just changed that. What are your guys' thoughts about couples getting matching tattoos? Guys, I'm the cheesiest person ever. So, of course, I'm going to say yes to matching anything. Matching well, outfits, matching tattoos. I like the idea of Can having... we say that there's a big difference between matching outfits and matching tattoos? No, I would say ma- <laughs> If difference. I'm seriously going to be with someone for the rest of my life, then why not? I, I I don't have a tattoo, and I would love to get one, and I think it'd be a meaningful thing if my significant other or my husband and I end up getting something that's matchy. Yeah, I'm not a po- – you guys know me. I get a bunch of dumb tattoos oh, yeah. all the time, so another tattoo, really. So, it's not that it's meaningless to me. It's, it's just that it's not as big of a step for yeah. me to get. And I guess well, you can always switch it up if it's – I guess you could change it, but yeah. it is kind of permanent. I mean, you yeah. can get it removed, but won't there be a scar there? So it's kind of like a, right? Well, for for you guys, because neither of you had tattoos. No. Right? Uh, I don't have any tattoos. Zero. I have like, I think I kind of the other day I have like 19 tattoos. So what's You have 19 from tattoos? 19 but they're small. Well, they're just all kind of all right. spread. Yeah, they're random. But I'm saying from 19 to 20 tattoos isn't as big of a deal as from mm-hmm. zero to one tattoo. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's like, sure, I'll get your name tattooed on my butt. Totally. It makes a difference. If I got a tattoo of Ashley, it would be very significant because it's my first tattoo ever. Exactly. Right. But now that I'm 30, I, I kind of go back and forth. Do I want to get a tattoo at this point after 30 years old? I would old? get it somewhere that you can't re- visibly see it. So don't get like the Superman ass on my chest? Is that Definitely what you're saying? Not. Butt cheek. No? No, go when for that. Go with the butt cheek. Uh, left the or right? Oof. Well, I was no, I, right. if I wear a bikini on, at the oh, beach. you, Vanessa. I'm yeah. talking the to guy? Yeah. Oh. I'm never wearing but wait, a thong if you're getting public, matching so. tattoos, it doesn't have to be at the same spot? No. Just the same. I have tattoo. matching tattoos with some of my best friends. My uh, John Butler trio tattoo and my HHS tattoo and my Carpe Noctum tattoo. What's, but what was the third one? Three best friend tattoos. What's a car? car- uh, my one of my best friends in high school got carpe diem on his hip, and me and my other best friend when we were in college were like making fun of him. We're like, Craig's such a loser for getting carpe diem on his hip. What should we get to like make fun of him? And so instead of getting carpe diem, we got carpe noctum on the same spot, which means I'm sure you can surmise what carpe noctum means. If you know what carpe diem means, I don't. Carpe diem is seize the day. Carpe noctum, of course, would then mean seize the night. Oh, we're so like, you oh, made Craig, fun of him by getting, <laughs> by, getting wow. by sarcastically getting a tattoo <laughs> oh on the God. same location. Ah, uh, genius. Yep. Yep. <laughs> We definitely won that exchange. 19-year-old Dean is super proud of that one. Um, uh, well, if you get matching tattoos, do they have to be in the same spot? So, for example, hypothetically speaking, <laughs> Dean and Vanessa, you guys end up getting married. Uh, do, would you get, like, a tattoo on, like, Dean, if you got a tattoo on your forearm and yeah. you wanted to get a matching Hell tattoo? no. I wouldn't get on my forearm. I don't think All it would right. be matching, to be honest. Back, I think it- ankle. But, like, is it matching tattoos if you get the same exact tattoo, but yours is on your ankle and, Dean, yours is on your hand? Yes. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. I don't yeah. know these things. I would like to be I think I would, be, I would like it to be exactly at the same spot. I don't know if I would get I think like it would be cute if I got a star and she got a moon or something like that, you know? Aww. Like it wouldn't be exactly matching, but like right. same a significant like yeah. it would 
Same yeah, ballpark. Like best friend. So yeah. like Vanessa would have the key and you'd have yeah, the, the lock. Heart. Sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I would have the key and she'd have the lock. Yeah. Well, whichever one you guys decide on. No. Oh yeah, I guess yeah, I would have like, the lock. Like, right. Yeah. yeah, I gotcha. Yeah. Hold on. Oh. Uh, Everybody's trying to get ready for summer to feel confident at the beach. Uh, I'm definitely trying to do that as well. I've been trying to eat healthier, uh, which is why I want to take a second to talk about OpenFit. OpenFit takes all the complexity out of losing weight and getting fit. It's a brand new, super simple streaming service that allows you to work out from the comfort of your own living room in as little as 10 minutes a day. Everybody's bodies are different and OpenFit gets that, which is why they personalize your needs with custom-tailored original content with amazing trainers and class Open fit classes are led by some of the most effective and engaging trainers in the entire world. You can sculpt your body with Andrea Rogers, who's the founder of the worldwide sensation Extend Bar. Uh, you can get in crazy shape with the trainer who was named by Sports Illustrated as one of the top 55th fittest athletes in the world. Try staying that five times fast. Now, these trainers know how to get you quick results. You can access it anywhere and anytime. You can view it on your computer, web-enabled TV, tablet, smartphone, and Roku. It's very convenient. One of my favorite classes that they offer is 600 Seconds with celebrity trainer Devin Wiggins. Really, OpenFit has changed the way uh, that I've been working out lately. And you can use our code DEAN right now and join me with a fitness journey personalized just for you. Again, use our code DEAN, D-E-A-N, and start using OpenFit for your journey to a healthier lifestyle. And right now, during the OpenFit 30-Day Challenge, our listeners can get a 30-day free trial membership to OpenFit where you can lose up to 15 pounds in 30 days. When you text D-E-A-N to 30-30-30, you'll get full access to OpenFit all the workouts start working out today, guys. Summer is right around the corner, and you can get this totally free by just texting Dean D E A N to thirty thirty thirty. Check it out today. Um, how do you guys feel about nicknames for your significant others? I so this eh. is this is my the first relationship I'm in, and that I don't call him Babe. I love that. Yeah, because I find it like everyone calls each other Babe. babe is the most like, Babe is the most uninspired nickname of all time. So he has salt and pepper hair. More salt than pepper, so I call him salt. Nice. Would Babe be considered a nickname? Yeah. Yeah. Because you're not calling the person by their first name. Yeah, but I feel like... (laughs) Wait, I just realized nickname. (laughs) No. Oh, his name Nick. Gotcha. (laughs) Bada bing, bada boom. (laughs) Um, I just feel like Babe is like a a term thrown around. I wouldn't consider a nickname. Like, for example, uh, a nickname... Well, what is the definition of a nickname? A nickname is... Like something endearing. Yeah, I don't. Well, so what do you call Ashley? Babe. <laughs> really? Sometimes I call just like I don't have like I don't say pumpkin. Like my dad calls my mom Aww. and my specifically my sister pumpkin. That's cute. Or uh, uh, what does he call her? Oh, he called her one thing. It was so embarrassing one time. She was a teenager. He called her like schnookums or something like that. Huh. Yeah, and when was, you're a teenager, you don't you no, want to be called by your first name and I not know. anything else. But it was so. I think like now I think back upon it, I'm like, Dad. I think it's you're the cute best when a couple has names that they call each other that only they refer to them as. You know, yeah. like something short, something simple, but something like kind of like almost sarcastic in a sense, but cute. Yeah, something that has a meaning behind it. Yeah, yeah. I agree with that one. Josh had no idea what salt meant when I when I called him that by. Um, well, I said salt in a text message, and he actually Googled it to figure out like what does salt mean. Oh. And I'm like, and no, the, it's just a nickname I gave you. Because- and the movie with Angelina Jolie popped up. Why? Is that a movie? Right, with salt. 
or it's called Salt with Angelina yeah, Jolie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I need to watch more movies. What nicknames have you given your exes? I feel weird talking about that because they might hear this and they might oh. be like, you know what so, I mean? But it's like, like it's uh, original names? Yes. Yeah, but the problem okay, is too, I'm sure you guys, you really, so you don't reoccur, you don't use... Never. Well, here's the thing. So that's why I think Babe is not a nickname. Because it's I'll just, change it's it up gen- and be like baby, like it's just I'll a go generic style. blanket term. It is. It's so generic, your, like the one that you love. I just I think it's uninspired. It's like be a little bit more creative than that, you know? Yeah, but I don't like call what's Ashley- something that makes Ashley Ashley in your eyes. What makes Ashley Ashley in your eyes? Yeah, her over exaggeration. So yeah, I would call it like Cocoa Puffs or something. So call her. You want me to call Ashley <laughs> Cocoa Puffs? <laughs> I do. I honestly think that's a good re- right? suggestion, and we can maybe like derive. I'm more of like a Captain Crunch guy. But but you're Ashley is cuckoo crunch. for cocoa puffs. And she's yeah. a coo- and yeah, you're cuckoo for cocoa puffs. Yeah. No 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 cuckoo. no. I'm she's the cocoa puffs and I'm cuckoo for cocoa puffs. Exactly. So you're call cuckoo. her. Okay, there okay. you go. So she's cocoa yeah. puffs and I you're get it. cuckoo yeah. for her. I get it. We just created a nickname Boom. for Ashley and Jared. You're welcome, Ashley. So I'm trying to create actually a, a nickname for Dean right now. Yeah. But it's getting hard. Dean, I, I would. Mm, Dean, I would say. I googled nicknames and there's a name generator website where you can create a nickname for someone. Mm. And so, okay, it's asking for three adjectives that describe him or her. So, what are three adjectives that describe Dean? This is um, a fun game. So Handsome? No, yeah. it's not a. Yeah. I'm thinking more you like you are though. You're, you're very good looking. Okay, okay. I would say. Um, like I hate like, saying that, but you're you're just so uniquely good looking. Wow. Got to put it. Appreciate that. There you go. I'm so happy that you accepted it's, a compliment. It's Dean. very unexpected. What and about I really natural? This. Like he doesn't. Well, now he's starting to shower with soap and stuff, but mm. he's very like uh, earthy. Like, earthy. Uh, oh, yeah, like, I like that. Um, earthy. Like a mountain man. Mountain men. So handsome, earthy, Can and I something uh, to describe my personality. I feel like this is very and he's, uh, shallow. He's witty. Yeah, they, witty. Witty. All right. I mean, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's how Post Malone got his name through one of those generators. Really? Yeah. Are you serious? No I swear way. to God. Oh, can we do me after? All right, here we go. So some. <laughs> <laughs> some nicknames for Deanie. Uh Dusky Dean. Dusky Dean. Uh, deadpan Dean. Deadpan Dean. Dean the drool. Oh. Dean, Dean the droll. Excuse me. Oh, okay. Uh. Dreamy Dean, Dashing Dean, Dean the Darling, I kind of like that one, uh, Down to Earth Dean, Daring Dean, D-D-D. Delightful Dean, um, and that's kind of it right now. Oh, here we go. So it's everything that starts with a D? These are all- Initial-based alliter- nicknames. Yeah, D- why are they yeah. all alliterations? Yeah. How, about, how about D-U? Yeah, I go by D-U. D-U. Well, do you I don't, go, I don't by go by D-U. I'm sorry, but those are my initials, so of course. Yeah, but D-U kind of sounds cool. D-U. Ooh. Coming, you know. I used to have funny enough. Coming to the stage. Actually, this can actually kind of exemplify who I am as a person. Now, when I was in elementary school, I made people call me D-D-U-U, like double D-double-U. And what I said it stood for was Dean Dumb Ugly Unglert. And it's just funny Dean. to think about how now I'm still the same self-deprecating okay, little piece on. of shit that I was even when I was five years yeah, old. Yeah, I'm reading this book called The Happiness <laughs> Equation, and in one chapter it says, how do you gain confidence and how do you gain respect from other people? Well, one of the reasons why people, will, what you feel where people could either look down upon you or make fun of you or whatever is because you allow that window of opportunity mm. because you're self-deprecating. Totally. Yeah. It's kind of like it's when you're like, it's, uh, accepting the love that you think you deserve. But yeah. here's the, but here's let's let's flip it around real quick. Um, have you guys ever made fun of me to my face? No. Because I yes, make fun I have. Because I make, I make fun, fun of, of yes, myself all the okay, time. But I'm saying if you make fun of yourself enough, then other people aren't going to make fun of you. No, you know that's what I mean? not true. It's like a defense mechanism. Yeah, exactly. Stop it. And it's, it's a sign of uh, humbleness. I find. Yeah, humility. When it's humility, when it's yeah. too much, it's not. When it's too much, it's a lack of self confidence. No, I f- you're, you're trying to overcompensate. I agree with you to a certain extent. What I can't stand is when people make fun of themselves for things that they know um, uh, are just not true. For example, 
if Dean was like, if Dean made fun of himself constantly because he said, I'm, uh, oh God, I just hate my face. I think I'm so oh, ugly. God, I'd be like, him. shut up. Exactly. Because he, he's fishing for compliments right. because mm-hmm. he knows right. he's good looking. Yeah. But he's actually self-deprecating about things that he's insecure about, which right. I like. Because I've met other guys who are strikingly good looking. Yeah. Like, for example, I would never say to myself, God, I hate my jaw. Like, I'm confident right. enough to know, hey, yeah, yeah. I, that's like one, one part yeah. of me that I'm confident in. You're like a you know? god. Yeah. I wouldn't be like, God, like, I have yeah, this yeah. awful, like, <laughs> just double chin. It's it's just, no. See, I, I get the opposite, though, because I'm a female, and I'm so insecure about my weight. I always think I'm way too skinny. Like, yesterday I was out with my boyfriend, and, well, well, actually, no, I wasn't, because this is, I was in the wine tour. So, last week I was out with my man, and- A man. We my were, man. We is that out, a nickname? My man. Nah. No, right? No, no. I don't think babe my is. Man, I don't I think don't, my man is. No, because that's like too You're showing possessive. ownership. Yeah. So anyways, I was shopping. I'm like, oh my God, every hour I'm like, I have to eat. I have to eat something. I'm getting too hungry because in my head, I come from an Italian background and you have to be a little bit, like I'm considered way too skinny in my culture. So when people come up to me, to me and they're like, oh my God, you lost so much weight. I get so insecure, but I can't talk. But I can't talk about it as a female because I get told. What are you guys laughing at? Nothing. No, no, we're listening. He's generating a name, a nickname for you right now. Dean is. (laughs) And the adjectives that he put in were boobs. God, I don't even have boobs. Hot, and what was the third one? Family. Family. (laughs) Okay, great. Well, so what did we generate for nicknames for Vanessa? My favorite one is Vanessa the Vajayjay. Oh. But I don't like these alliterative, alliterative nicknames. I think they're quite fun and punny. Well, it's not really a pun. It's just an alliteration. I know. So the balls? Anyway, I like that one. Anyway, sorry. They do got balls. It's very highly anyway, widely. Is it, that was, was the best one? Vanessa the... I'm sorry. V- Vanessa the balls. Vanessa the vagina. I like Vanessa the vajayjay. Yeah. Vanessa the vajayjay. Yeah. I'm thinking that one. So I'm sorry. Jo- so wh- I don't understand how people think you're too skinny. Yeah. You're like the Whoa. perfect weight. Oh. oh. Thank you, but yeah, I just I've I've no. just found it just never compliment on a never comment on a girl's physique. Yeah. I actually I actually um didn't talk to a friend of mine for about six months when he told me he's like you're way too skinny like, and I and I was like but here's well, the thing if I say you're not skinny then I'm basically saying oh you're a little too heavy and you could stand to lose some weight you know what I mean but unless I mean, you say no, that she's I the perfect weight what happens in society is that we think going up to a female or to anyone really male or female and saying wow you look good did you lose weight. How is that a compliment? Why well, does that have to be the compliment? Well, because if somebody was a little bit overweight prior, I think they want to hear, hey. But we don't know. Maybe that's what we that's what society made us believe that we need to give as a compliment. But it's, mm. for me, it's not necessary. It's not a compliment. For a lot of people in my in my social group, it's not a compliment either. I think for me, it all depends on the situation because if there's somebody who is overweight actively trying to lose weight and you notice it, I, right. I would definitely compliment right. them on right. I would compliment them. Just because I would want them to know that their work that they're putting in is showing dividends. Um, I just think thin is in, so I'm trying to drop some weight. And I've actually put on a little bit of weight, so if if I go to Paradise... Well, you don't look like it. Thank you so much, Jared. I really appreciate that. If you have, you hold it well. If I go to Paradise, and I want to be the perfect in the best shape of my life. Thank you. Jared, you're I- in great shape as well. We saw the Chippendales oh, routine. Oh, I am not. All right, perfect. Well, we have Gigi Gorgeous calling in in about seven minutes. So what I want to do in the meantime, before Gigi comes in, is I have that little fun rapid-fire question game that I love playing with Dean and Vanessa because we just love finding out more about our beautiful hosts over here. This is honestly my favorite thing about this podcast ever. Perfect. Well, here we go. Hopefully it goes well. This is rapid-fire question, 10 questions with Dean and Vanessa, uh, hosted uh, by me. Um, Here we go. Number one, texting or talking? Talking. Texting. 
What? I knew you were going to say that. Wait, I think that. we had this question before. I, and hate, I think we argued. like a different variation. Yeah. Hate talking on the phone. In I, person, talking in person, connecting, looking into each other's eyes. I, I'm, I'm a texter. Yeah. Because it's just like ugh, talking, take, talking on the phone is such a commitment. Dean, are you? Uh, are I feel like you're an extrovert introvert. Yeah, I recharge when I'm by myself. I yeah. Hate, hate being in public. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why you just travel by yourself all the time to like God knows where. Uh, number two, what was the last song you downloaded on uh, iTunes? Ooh, probably a song by Mahalia. I don't use iTunes. I use Spotify. Spotify. Last song you downloaded on Spotify? Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Well, on Spotify, I like the happy list, the happy hits. The happy hits. You're yeah. a very positive person, Vanessa. You're always uh, optimistic about things. Oh God, no, I'm not. Really? No. I find that you always find I'm, the silver lining. I'm very black and white. So when I'm really happy, I'm like, ah. And then when I'm really sad, let me be depressed. And I can go into a depressive state for like a day or two and like cry, not want to leave my place, and like anxiety kicks in. When I was coming out here, my separation anxiety with my boyfriend was on another level. And I was asking you when I saw you, do you get that with Ashley? Oh, yeah, all the time. We can talk more about that after Gigi. Absolutely. I'd love to talk more about it. Dean, what was the last song? Uh, It was Waiting for the Alex Scholes remix. Very nice. Vanessa, did you answer this? Yeah, it's like the happy, a song by Mahalia. She's from uh, London, England. The last song I downloaded was from the Us soundtrack, and it was the I Got Five on it, but the Tethered Mix. I Got Five. Did you see Us recently? Yeah, I saw it, and there's this, they play the song in the I movie, that like slow, horrific remix. Yeah. <laughs> I saw it on Friday. It was good. Uh, it's good. What's going on here? That was well, my bad. Yeah, we Damn. can't play Come songs on, on the radio. Um, Do you mind? Yeah, I was pleasantly surprised by Us. I'm, I'm a real wuss when it comes to scary movies, and that one, I wasn't really scared, but I was interested the whole time. You know what I mean? It's a very, it, it sticks with you. It's certainly a movie that sticks with you. All right, number three, Bachelor question. If you were in a disaster movie right now and you needed to pick one person from Bachelor family to be the star, the one to rescue you, for example, someone who to play the Tom Cruise, The Rock, so on and so forth, man or woman, who would you choose? Has to be from Bachelor. Taylor. <laughs> Nolan? What? Yeah. She's like the, she's, she's so incapable of rescuing you. <laughs> no, physically, oh, no, I'm physically impossible. Yeah, uh, for sure. sure. But maybe she would I want mean, to rescue more than Maybe she looks. can be like, um, you know, I don't know, one of those superheroes that use their, their Here's the question power. that I, a follow-up question for that question, Jared, is, is this person uh, actively trying to rescue me or do they, like, if they don't like me. Nope, doesn't matter. They just care about humanity and no matter what they like you or don't like you, they're going to try to save your life. Probably Chad. I was <laughs> I was gonna say Chad too. Yeah, yeah well, maybe it's just Chad the too. physique. Yeah, because of how strong yeah. he looks. He looks like he would go. <laughs> he looks like he would just tear a building down yeah. with yeah. his two hands, or yeah. to move it out of the way. But the thing is, get, he's not survive. very he's not very personally invested in me. I think it's pretty well known that both of us don't really like each other. So it's like if he had to rescue me, would is he it still? Now? True, that's a good question though, because would he? Because Ch- would I, would Chad rescue other people, or would he just? Bulldoze to yeah. save himself. I changed my mind. Actually, Alex Bordakov would be my choice. I thought you were gonna pick Alex. I yeah. love Alex. He's he's got he's, he's like a got the emotional bear. connection. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, he wants to save my life because we love each other. Yeah. And he, I think he could probably beat Chad up in a fight too. Yeah, so. but see how it's so funny. You guys went straight to physical, and I went to mental. I'm like, oh, I know Taylor would pr- like protect me like emotionally, mentally, physically. Forget it. No, that makes That's sense. That's why so. Jared and I would survive, and you would not. Yeah. My my choice <laughs> is uh, my choice is Ben Higgins because I think he would sacrifice himself for me, uh, for all of us really, because he's just that type of sure. guy. Question number four. Who is your first celebrity crush? Wow, great Taylor question. Taylor Hans- uh, sorry. Wow, sorry, Zach. It's not your brother. Zach Hansen. Zach Hansen. Yeah. That's a, well, you go first. Yeah, while I think you, and, you and Ashley could have some long we conversations about that. We connected because of that. Really? Yeah, we did. That makes sense. Yeah. 
I don't know why I was so surprised by that. Uh-huh. Go, you go first while I think of mine. Uh, it's a tie. It's between uh, Topanga. Oh yeah, that's oh, a good one. Uh, or uh, the Pink Ranger. Now I forget her name, but she was Susie Q. Yeah. In the Disney movie. Great movie. I want to say like Kimberly Johnson, Kimberly Johan, something like that. No idea. Maybe like Ren from Even Stevens. Did you see that they're bringing Even Stevens back? No. I swear they're to God. They're rebooting so many TV shows. Unbelievable. I don't know if Shia LaBeouf's going to be back. There's no way. Uh, dude, I had I had a crush on Ren, too, and, and I got crap for it. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea why. I think she's the cutest thing. And Lizzie McGuire. Oh, oh I Hillary love Duff. Hillary Duff. Yeah. Yep. Uh, was there anybody else she besides cute. Taylor Hansen? Mm. Or Zach, Zach Hansen, excuse me. I actually had a crush on, and I want to ask Gigi if she knows Alexandre Petsy, who was an Olympic diver in Montreal. Oh. And now we're friends. And I told him I had a crush on him when I was like 16. That's pretty cool. Did he know who you were? And now he, no, he didn't know who I was back then. Ah. I was just like creeping him, like I was stalking him at the at the gym. Would it have been a, such a surreal moment if you went up to a guy that you had a crush on when you were five and he was like, hey, you're Vanessa from The Bachelor? Uh, it did happen to me. What happened? Rick Fox. You know oh, what? that's right. You've told yeah. this story before. Uh-huh. Did you mean Kimberly Hart or Amy Jo Johnson? Amy Jo Johnson. Who was on Felicity. Yes. Can I see her face? She's sure. gorgeous. I mean, Ashley's the one woman for me, but this, this was my first one of my oh, first yeah. crushes. Yeah. Oh, disclaimer, yeah. disclaimer. Let's see. Oh. Amy Jo Johnson. Yeah. yeah she's Very oh, yeah. natural. I she's love that. Cute, I Amy Jo Johnson, absolutely handsome. She kind of looks like a million dollar baby. Um, oh, there she is from um, the Pink yeah. Ranger era. Oh, my era. God. Oh, yeah. my God. You can see young Jared. Beauty. Getting up real close to his TV screen. Oh, it's bringing there. me oh, back. Oh, I was obsessed with the Ninja Turtles. I mean, I know they weren't real, but you found the Ninja Turtles loved, attractive. And Aladdin, Grade One was Aladdin was my my uh, oh yeah my biggest crush. I would sing a whole new world and try to get a bunch of guys to date me. Jasmine was a very attractive cartoon. Uh, question number five: Your favorite ice cream flavor? Vanilla, <laughs> with chocolate chips. That explains so so. <laughs> <much>. <laughs> Actually, nothing it doesn't. Nothing can you, you wouldn't even know it doesn't. Nothing can encapsulate Vanessa more so than her favorite no. ice cream flavor, nope. vanilla. I'm full of surprises. <laughs> Maybe with some chocolate keep... chips in there. No. If she's feeling, <laughs> feeling risky. Yeah. They have to be the mini chocolate chips though. Uh mint chocolate chip. Okay, that's a good one. Boring. Just a fun loving, delicious guy, you know? Delicious Dean. I'll go great with a hot summer's day. <laughs> yeah, Throw just... me in a waffle cone or eat me out of a cup. It doesn't matter. I'm oh, great God. both ways. <laughs> Uh, mine is Haagen-Dazs coffee. I'm a big coffee guy. Yeah, coffee's good. Uh, number six, what was the first thing you noticed? Uh, what is the first thing that you noticed about the opposite sex? Eyes. Smile. Yeah, that was easy. Uh, <laughs> well, what about you, Jared? Uh, the first thing, but obviously. No, uh, I would say uh, eyes as well. There's something about the eyes that are very captivating. Uh, number seven, what compliment do you get the most? What do you get complimented on most? I don't know. You go first. God. I knew no, you were going to hate wanted, this question. That's why I wanted to ask. Uh, I was like, Dean is going to hate this, and I want you to answer it. My smile, but I don't get it. I just fucking hate my smile. You have a great smile. Thanks, What's buddy. wrong with you? Just it's my teeth. That is not your smile. I know. He's you smiling just, like the like Joaquin grizzly. Phoenix did in the Joker trailer, okay? <laughs> What's yours, That's Vanessa? Not. Smile, too. Yeah. Smile? Okay. Yeah. Okay. My, my jaw. That's what I get. Great jaw. You know. Uh You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh, well, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts, but not just any experts, specialized experts. 
Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I've never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development, and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh great, you see me too. We'll laugh together, we'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. We have Gigi on the phone. Wonderful. Gigi. Oh, okay. Well, we'll save for the last three then a little bit later. Well, that sounds fun. I just don't want to keep her waiting. Okay, oh, great. Yeah. She's got laryngitis. Last thing she wants to be doing is keep, kept on waiting. So here we go. We're going to jump into a phone call with Gigi Gorgeous. Gigi, are you there? Hi. How are you? Hi. Hi. I'm good. I'm good. We're so How are bummed. you guys? We're doing great. We're so bummed we can't have you in person today. I'm so sad. I flew in from Montreal. I was like, I can't wait to meet her. Oh my god! I'm so sorry. No, it's okay. okay. We understand you came down Not with the case. Not Montreal. We're no. we're like basically sisters. Well, that's what I was gonna say. Are you? Were you born in Montreal? Then uh, grew up in Toronto. Yeah, I um I was born in Point Claire. <gasps> I, I'm on the east end. I was born in Saint Leonard. Oh, okay. Weird. Small world. I know. Just a couple of Canadian <laughs> gals. So love that. Um, I'm such a huge fan. Actually, we're all a huge fan of yours at uh, Help I Suck at Dating. Um, you have a new book that just came out, right, on April 4th, I believe? Yes. He yes. Said, um, no, it's the second, so April, April like 2nd. two days ago. That's yes. amazing. And how's that going? Can you give us a little uh, background <laughs> on what the book is about? 
Yeah. Um, well, I, um, I've always kind of wanted a book. I just never really thought that I'd be able to write one. So when I got the opportunity and, uh, YouTube has given me so many of them in my life. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, I'm going to write every single thing I've never talked about and share more than I ever have. And be just really, really real and honest with it. So it literally is all of the lessons, mistakes, and, um, you know, stories I have from my life. Um, from ages 25 and down. So it came about kind of quickly, but it did take a long time for me to perfect it. It was probably two years that I was working on it. And it, the reception has been really, really, really great so far. I did a signing in New York City, and some people there had already actually read the book. So I was, like, actually really shocked that people sped through it that fast. And they had really great things to say. So I'm feeling really proud and excited. What inspired you to write the book? Um, I mean, I honestly feel like just visibility and just telling your story is so important. And I've gotten a lot of feedback on like videos and stuff like that, that, um, you know, I've helped some people realize things about themselves or mm -hmm. help them, um, their friends in hard situations or whatever. So I feel like me having this on like paper and just having it a tangible thing, my story, my truth for people just to hold and have forever I think that stands the test of time, and that's what I wanted to achieve. Is, yeah. that, is that terrifying to write that all down and to publish it for everyone in the world to read? It is. It is. And when I tell you that I went through it like a good 25 times, like front cover to cover, I was like, there better not be one spelling mistake, one fact that's <laughs> not true, one photo <laughs> on the wrong page. I was like a stickler, and um, yeah, I had to make sure everything was perfect. So I, I guess I want to know, is there a chapter in the book? Because you talk about how your mom passed away and you're, I mean, you have such a great relationship with your brothers and um, in the documentary as well, your dad was so supportive of you and you come from, I mean, you come from an Italian and Lebanese background, which I, I know how like my Italian family is and they're very strict when it comes to, um, you know, just their, the culture. And it was so amazing and it was so touching to see how your dad supported you throughout everything. Um, do you go through a little bit more in a chapter in your book with that story? Yes. Oh my goodness. My family is a big part of it. Um, my family was a big part of the movie, but to talk about your first, the first part of what you said, I have never really truly opened up about my mom, um, the way that I do in the book. And it was one of the most terrifying things I've ever done, having to relive that and also having to write it down, really dive deep in what I feel and just choosing what to say, because for a long time I was completely speechless to the whole thing, you know? So me just picking my words wisely, not leaving anything out and then just being ready just to be free. And that's what it does. It feels honestly so freeing to have that out there. And I think that she would be really happy with how she's portrayed. I mean, she was, she literally is the world's best mom and I, I was so lucky. So I just, um, I wanted to do her justice and, um, yeah, I, I just feel great about that chapter. But it's like doing the audio book. It was not easy. I was mm -hmm. choking up. I had to take breaks. I was crying. It's mm -hmm. like, that's, probably the hardest one for me in there. Well, Gigi, correct me if I'm wrong, but it was the passing of your mother that inspired you to transition, right? Yeah, it was. Well, I had met this girl in New York, um, and she really helped me decide to transition because it was my first kind of real life and like example of someone who was trans, like right in front of my face. So that was kind of the deciding factor. But my mom <laughs> was like the one where I was like, okay, you know, 
you got to live every day like it's your last and you really have to just live in the moment. And I'm feeling these things inside. So I'm just going to go for it because Mm -hmm. clearly I was just shown this humongous change in my life and I can't take anything for granted. I can't take any minute for granted now. And there's no time like the present. Um, I have a question with this being a dating podcast. What is dating like for you? Do you have a a significant other? You are engaged. Yeah. Yes, I'm engaged. Um, Dating was, it was very, very tricky. You know, I feel like for trans girls, I mean, dating is hard regardless. I'm sure you guys talk about this every single day. But um, yeah, dating for trans girls is hard. There's a lot of rejection. There's a lot of fear. And there's a lot of insecurity and self-doubt because I think, well, I know for me, I'm a long time, I was... But I was trying to be something I totally wasn't, you know, and now that I'm engaged to the love of my life, I can be me. I don't Would, have to you guys hide. are a beautiful couple. On... Oh, thank you. Yeah, I don't have to put on a, a facade with Nat. Like, I just feel like I can be me and I don't have to be this hyper feminine version of myself and always speak correctly and mm-hmm. watch what I say, you know, and like, I've been in relationships before, which is in the book where they were awful and made me feel less than and mm-hmm. nobody deserves that well we've all been through relationships like that so i'm sure we can all relate to that and i love also on your youtube channels you you just openly talk about i mean at one point you were like taking off your makeup and you were being so vulnerable in front of the camera and you were talking about like self-confidence and i actually get a lot of questions and people think that i have so much self-confidence and i'm like oh yeah i mean on some days on like, good days i do but on other days i'm the most insecure person ever so how did you build that self-confidence to start this YouTube channel and have millions of followers follow your journey and now have a book and really be vulnerable and open up to all these people? Well, at the beginning, it was like just definitely a leap of faith. I didn't know what I was doing. I definitely wasn't that confident. And I feel like for the most part, I just faked it until I made it, kind of. And I was a teenager. I didn't really you know, know who I was. I was just really experimenting. And I feel the way I stay confident, like you said, was I honestly really just try to look at the positive in every situation. Like, like going back to dating, I feel like trans girls think, oh, it's so hard because there are not a lot of people out there that want to date a trans girl and people that do, it might be a little bit of a fetish for them. And that's not what I want. Mm -hmm. But I think the positive side of that could be that the world Everyone else who's like, the, you know, a heterosexual um, person in the world has billions and billions of people to choose from. But these people, but trans people have that ratio lowered for them. Mm-hmm. So the chances of finding the one are that much better. <laughs> that's I mean, that's a good way of looking at it. It's a very optimistic view. So for the listeners out there that maybe are struggling with the same thing, do you, what kind of advice would you have for them? Um. I mean, struggling with finding the one yeah. or confidence. Well, just, just, like, you said, both, just like you said, dating is hard uh, for anyone, but especially, you know, for anyone that's transitioned, it's, it's even more difficult, right? So, so for someone that's listening that might be struggling with that, what kind of advice would you have for them that, that you learned? And I'm sure you outline it in your book, of course, but um, that you that they might be able to apply right away to like help boost their confidence, help them meet someone, that kind of thing. Yeah, you know, I, well, I personally, whenever I was looking for something, um, it never really happened. I was kind of like a fun, romantic girl. It was never really that serious. And then I had one serious relationship. And after that one, I was like, I'm done. I think I'm done for a minute. And then I met Nat. So I would say yeah. you got to love yourself first. Yeah. You got to not go out there and look for it. It kind of happens when it, you're least expecting it. 
I feel like I've heard that so much, but it's <laughs> so true for me because I had no idea that I was going to fall in love. Um, and yeah, I mean, I feel like transitioning, there's a lot of, it's just a journey, you know? So maybe just love yourself first because that's the most important thing. So cheesy. No, that's great. But it's true. Uh, how long uh, have you and Nat been together now? Like three years, right? We have been together for three years. We've been engaged for one. Oh, so do you know when you're going to get married? We do. Can you, Can you give us a, yeah, uh, give us the, uh, you don't have to say the exact the date, scoop. obviously. Tell us exactly where and when and what, time, what <laughs> yeah. we should right. wear. Exactly. And, uh, we're gonna show if our invitations are in the mail. <laughs> right. No, we're getting married um, later this year, but um, we are keeping everything super private for oh, now. Oh, come uh-huh. on, Gigi. Well, that, that's great. No, though. you're not going to say come on. <laughs> no, come yeah, on. No, right. come on I'll, expect, I'll expect my invite privately. You got my email address. You can send it over there. Okay, oh. perfect, perfect, perfect. <laughs> Gigi, I'm getting married later this year as well. So 2019, a good year to get married. Uh, congratulations oh my God, on congrats. that. Thank you. You what as well. Month? Can you say? Uh, August. We've been saying August. We're not saying the date, but in August. Fun yes. summer wedding. Yes, uh, late summer wedding over on the East Coast. So we're very excited. Um, and oh, then, that's amazing. Congrats. Thanks. You too. Now, Gigi, I had a quick question because I was, um, you had a, you've been very open about everything in your life, which we all give you a lot of credit here on Help I Suck at Dating. My question is, you were originally dating men, correct? Yeah. Before you, you decided that you were attracted to women. Um, now, were you yeah. dating men after you had the procedure done? Um, yes, I was, I was only really dating men, but I talk about this a lot in the book. I feel like it's more of like a, like a social construct that I honestly felt like was just like, I guess like brainwashed into me. I don't mm-hmm. know. It's, it's like this weird thing for me because I never really ever, ever, ever in a, my wildest dreams saw myself with a woman, but it just ended up happening that way because I just really stayed authentic with myself and allowed myself to keep growing and like question what I was feeling, which I think is a really healthy thing to do, even though it's like a little bit scary. And it was definitely a hard time for me because I was like, what is happening in my brain? Like, it's like, this is something I never really thought would happen, but, um, yeah, that is, that's me. And this is my authentic self. And I'm screaming it loud and proud in this book. Yeah. You love who you love. And then I'm sure you elaborate more on this in the book, but do you kind of remember when you first started realizing you might have been born the wrong sex? Yeah, when I was born, I definitely felt that there was something different. I didn't know how to put my finger on it, but I feel like when I was like when, in my teenage years, um, I kind of put that at the side. I kind of focused on other things. I was a diver. I was on my way to the Olympics. So mm-hmm. I was basically an athlete first. And then after I stopped diving, I had like time to think about it and feel differently about it. So that's kind of when I got in back into it and started revisiting how I w- was really feeling. Cause it was like, okay, these thoughts are still here. They're not going anywhere. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty incredible to see your journey and see how you've uh, been able to be your authentic self and, and really um, love yourself first. Yeah. And be true, yeah. be true to yourself. A lot of people can't say that and it's sad and Thank it's really you. inspiring to see someone who's unapologetically themselves and continue to love themselves for who they are um Gigi, you're going on hell yeah hell yeah yes i actually have the um the la stop tonight and then we're going back to new york which is not good for my cold right now no but i'm taking vitamin c and powering through with the glam Gigi, i don't know what it is but i have a cold too i think that there's something going around going around the la area 
Yeah, I never, ever get sick. Same. And it's, like, hitting me so hard. I'm like, can I just be normal again? Yeah, Monday I had a... It was a very hard struggle to get out of bed Monday morning, but I'm on the tail end. Oh my god! I landed in New York earlier this week, and I I called an IV into my room because I felt like I was dying. (laughs) You got to get that IV in there. I wish that we had that back home. I know. I was like, I need all my nutrients and fluids. Yeah, Gigi, you're about to go on tour. You need to be ready to go. Um, well, Gigi, right. thank you so much uh, for joining us. You can get Gigi Gorgeous's book. He said, she said, lesson stories and mistakes from my trans- transgender journey. You can get that on Amazon or you can go to ggorgeousbook.com and purchase it right there. Uh, Gigi, anything else you want to talk about for a sec or where can people find you? Uh, well, people can find me everywhere across all social media. I'm just Gigi Gorgeous. On everywhere except Twitter, I am the Gigi Gorgeous. Uh-huh. Yes, um, and I just wanted to say thank you guys for having me. Oh, no, thank our, you so much, and congratulations privilege. on all of your success. Oh, thank you. We hope you feel better. Gigi, before you take thank off, you. I just need a promise from you that next time we're going to get you in studio instead over the yes, phone, okay? Yes, please. I promise. All I right, promise. Wonderful. Good thank luck you so with much. The tour. Feel better. Okay, thank you. Bye. 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 That was great. Oh, I'm so sad she wasn't in studio. She's fascinating. Yeah. I really wish she was in studio. Yeah. I love hearing stories like that. Well, I just her entire life, I was mm-hmm. looking her up and how she was born a swimmer, an athlete, yeah. and then she- And she was good. Yeah. I don't know if you saw the videos of her diving. I haven't seen the videos, but she has, I see Insane. a picture of, of her as a boy, and she has many medals around her neck. Yeah. Um, And then uh, I saw that she was originally attracted to men, mm-hmm. Uh, and then- still dating men when she uh, became a transgender woman mm-hmm. and then started dating women. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's pretty fascinating. Pretty fascinating. I ho- I always get nervous, though, sometimes because I never want to get the vernacular wrong. The what? For example, I never want to get the vernacular wrong. Right. I never want to mispronounce anything because yeah. it's, you know, sensitive right. time and I want to make sure that I'm being sensitive to everybody. And so for ex- a good example, I wish I asked her on the podcast, but like she said she was attracted to, to men. Mm-hmm. And so I'm curious if she was a gay man right. before and then became There's a only... transgender lesbian. I don't know. Well, it's no, if, she's, if she becomes a... Well, if she was attracted to men, yeah, I, right. I don't know. I don't know what how you would describe that. I should ask her. I wasn't even thinking. But maybe it's in the book. So check out the book. Yeah, there you go. Probably <laughs> one book, of the Jared. chapters of the book. Got to read the book. You'll know real when you get it. It will say eBay authenticity guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh, well, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts, but not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't 
feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for deliverance. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development, and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh great, you see me too. We'll laugh together, we'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. So we went over some of these when you guys weren't in studio and Michaela from Bachelor Canada was came in and she just moved to Montreal. She's dating someone from Montreal. Very excited to have her in my hometown. But I had posted a picture of Deanie Babies and I. That's me. Yeah. Remember when we were at the iHeartRadio Podcast Awards? I remember I like it was yesterday. I posted a picture of us and I was I basically asked asked people to write in some of their dating questions. And I got so many people sending me DMs, just commenting on um, on the picture. So we went through some of them, but there's so many other great ones that I wanted to go over. So Margie asks, what is the chase, quote unquote, all about? Is it 100% necessary for the guy to go after the girl or do they really think it's a desperate move if the girl goes for the guy? Nah. Vanessa, why don't you answer this first? Being uh, the only girl on the, on the or panel? Or is it more of a confidence thing? Um, I really do think at the beginning stages when you're dating someone, there has to be a little bit of a push and pull for the guy. If it gets... For the if, girl, too. For, especially for... Like, if I'm, like, such a hopeless romantic, so if a guy that I know I'm attracted to gives me attention, I'll be like, let's get married tomorrow! <laughs> but if I do that to the guy, he's going to be like, you're a psycho and I Whoa. don't want to date you. So I think you have to, I'm someone, if I find someone attractive, most of the guys that I have dated, it's because I either slid into their DMs or I approach them in person first. Right. So I think guys do like a sense of confidence. I think if you're overly too confident, it might be intimidating for them because, you know, apparently it's supposed to be the guy that goes after the girl. But Well, if anybody's overly confident, it's turnoff. Yeah. Because that's cockiness. Right. Right. Um, but I think guys do like the chase. You're you're hunters. Oh, totally. You, wanna, you want to, you know, go for things that I are a that. little bit right. That are a little bit. Do you know you don't agree? No, I agree. I don't know. I have such mixed feelings about this. I like because I'm so blasé about basically everything in my life. Where it's like, <laughs> yeah, like if we if we, I don't know. Like if you chase me, cool. If I chase you, cool. Either way, yeah. Cool. But I, I think for uh, now, obviously, we're putting a, a 
vague blanket on everybody, but I do think a lot of guys do like to chase. They they want what they can't have. I feel like a lot of people feel like that. Yeah, and then you get it, and then you're like, okay. Yeah, I don't know. There's this one quote from a Batman movie. Uh, Batman... I'm already going to love it. Begins. Joker. What's the one with uh, Christian Bale and Heath Ledger as a Joker? The Dark Knight. The Dark Knight, yes. Um, there's a quote that the Joker says. He says, I'm just a dog chasing cars. Yeah. I don't know what I would do if I ever caught one. Yeah. And I feel guys are very much the same way. They're just dogs chasing cars. Exactly. And um, it's not until they're actually... Re- I, I was talking to a so guy about this. So we're cars and you guys are dogs? <laughs> okay, yeah, but you guys, not, like, you guys are like, you know, Bentleys. Is that a nice car? Well, we're not trying to objectify anyone here, but the point is, it's like... You guys we're are all, like Mercedes Benz. We're all we're all seeking something, but once we actually find it, we don't know what to actually do with it. Yeah, that's kind of the point of that. You know, it's like saying people are uh, scared of success, which I agree with, because it's like once you you always want to chase something, but once you actually get it, then you have to hold on to it, right. and that's what becomes the difficult part. Yeah, I think most of my uh, relationships were ended up becoming so empty because the guy ended up getting me, and then he's like, oh well, now I have her. What do I do with her next? until now the guy that I'm dating is like, wow, I have her and I really don't want to lose her. Well, that's very sweet. Yeah. Um, Sarah says, how do I get a guy to want to have a relationship with me and not just a hookup? I think it's something that a lot of women ask themselves. Like how if we give it up too easily, and not even, I shouldn't even say that because it's our bodies. So if we want to give it up, on date one, day two, day three, day four, day five, whenever it is, yeah, that's on us, right? <laughs> well, that's on us. And that's like, because we 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 own our body, so we're allowed to do whatever we want with it. But what does a guy think of that if you do end up hooking up with them in the early stages of I don't a think relationship? It's that big, I don't think it's that big of a deal. No? I think that the physical part of a relationship is such a key component that in order to figure out if there's going to be chemistry there early on, it can... it's. It, it's not a bad thing immediately. I don't think so. You know. Yeah, but I, I sex does change the relationship. Mm-hmm. I mean, for the better. Yes, <laughs> but it also does change it. I don't think there's also anything. But here's wrong the with, here's the thing. Okay. I don't think there's anything wrong with waiting a couple of dates and building on that anticipation and trying to learn about somebody uh, before you, know, you commit physically to them. And I'm exactly. not. I I fully agree with that as well. But the counterpoint can be made that your future relationship will have two sides, right? It'll have an emotional side, and then it'll have the physical side. Of course. If you, if you, I don't think it's necessarily the worst thing to explore the physical side early on to ensure that there's going to be longevity in the relationship because you want to be able to both experience the emotional and physical side right. to its fullest extent. I think what ends up happening is girls are stuck in the, like, between a rock and a hard place because if you ask the guy, like, hey, well, are you looking for something serious? The guy's probably going to be like, well, let me just pretend as if I am so that I can keep going on a date with her. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, well, I think he says he might want to be in, into something serious. So let me just hook up with him because, like, ooh, I'm attracted to him. And then once that happens, it's like, oh, well, no, that's not what I wanted. Because I've been in situations like that. Well, yeah, a lot of guys will say whatever they have to say in order to yeah. get into the sack, if you will. Yeah. So, Sarah, I don't know. That's a tough one. I mean, honestly, it's just about finding the right guy. You know, that's what it really comes down to. Yep. You're going to find guys, like whether you're a girl trying to date a guy, a guy trying to date a girl, a guy trying to date a guy, or a girl trying to date a girl. You're going to find and meet people and go on dates with people that just want to have sex with you or want to date you. You're going to find different people of all different backgrounds who want different things in their life. And hey, like, if it's you want to have sex that. with you, then that means you're attractive. So that's like, 
Yeah, Coffee hey, and booze. thumbs up. Then and it's up to you whether you want to do it or not. And I think as an individual, you're going to want different things in life, too. There's totally. dates you're going to go on where you're like, okay, I just want to jump this guy's bones. And there's other dates you're going to go on where you're like, okay, I want to actually get to know this guy first. Of so course. I think it's also dependent on the situation, the time, the person, the other person, all these things. Um, if you're going to so, have sex, just wear a condom. That's wait, all I hold say. hold on. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and get safe. checked. Get checked every three months, six months. Well, I'm moving on three. Every, every week. Every, every six months. Absolutely. Yeah. I agree. Um, hold on. I remember last year, Dean, I was sitting you in that in the room where the red you chairs are. You were sitting are. what? I was sitting at sounded like the, you said <laughs> sitting on him. No. Yes. I was last sitting, year. I was sitting in the room on those red chairs with you, and I said, "Why is it that I can't find a guy?" And you're like, "Vanessa, you're just too, <laughs> you're just you're too intense. You are intense. What does that mean?" Well, I just I was just saying earlier how blase I am about everything. So for someone like me, that doesn't take anything seriously. You can be kind of intense. You, in, you come off intense because you you are very vocal about the what things you want. that you want. That's great. Opinions. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that at all. But it is intimidating for someone like a blase Dean. For someone that but doesn't know what he wants. Is it intimidating or is it a turnoff? It's oh. intimidating. It's not a turnoff. Oh, Dean? <laughs> it's a turnoff? Well, it depends what you mean by turn off. I wasn't physically turned off, but emotionally I was like, ah, I probably couldn't handle her in a relationship if that if it ever got that to that point. You know what I mean? Right. So it, it there is a game that women have to play. That's well, and men saying. too. But here's the thing: you would never have wanted a relationship between you and I to work out because, and it shouldn't have worked out because obviously, like I, it just wouldn't. It's exactly, just, it's not a game. Why are we that talking? You have to play. <laughs> it's no, not no, a game I'm that not, you have to play. But like, no, no, you, no, I'm not saying between you and I. I'm just saying, but like, I'm, in I general, think, but in general, I'm saying I think the women fact, just the fact they that, don't have to play a game. It's just all about finding the right person. Yet again, because if you if you vocalize what you want and you say the things that you want to achieve in life, and then a guy's like, I don't want that, then that's obviously not somebody you want to be with. Compared to if you right. say your opinions and it's somebody and a guy says. Hey, those are the things I want as well. Then, boom, you have some sort of connection that you can move forward with. Mark, <laughs> you stood up for this. I was just enjoying the tension that was oh. building between oh, me hey, and hey. Vanessa. The sexual tension. <laughs> it was very exciting. But it's very palpable. You got no, it, nobody really. You know, you're a lot for Dean, but it seems to me that all women are a lot for Dean. Hey, that's what it seems like to me. Lately. Come on, <laughs> I'm right here. Uh. <laughs> I just, yeah. No, I mean, Marsh's not wrong. Anyways, let's go. Let's move on to the next All thing. All right. There's another uh, writer, and I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing her name right, and I don't know if there's a C missing, Nicole or Nihol. <laughs> I'm going to go with Nicole. I'm bet Nicole. <laughs> I can't find it now. So Nicole, I think, is married. Let me find it. Oh, yes. I'm married, and, but I sometimes feel like I'm not enough for my husband. We have two kids together. We both work full time, so the intimate moments are rare. How can I change this? Well, actually, Mark, you're the married man here. Yeah, and it's a challenge. It really is a difficult thing. Plus, if you have a kid that has anxiety and comes into your room at all hours of the night, it's very, uh, it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's very difficult to make it work. You just got to be committed to trying to make it work and yeah. understanding each of your needs. Yeah. How often does this? Is, 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 right. Because you don't want it because a distance is created if too much time mm -hmm. passes. But intimacy, and we had uh, a guest come in once, and we were talking about intimacy, doesn't necessarily mean having to have sex. That's true. Sitting on each other's lap or, like, giving each other a hug or cooking for each other, that is a form of intimacy as well where you can build on the relationship. That's a great point because if, if I, can, I can feel it if we go a day and there's no physical contact between us because they're just running all over the place, taking the mm -hmm. kids every place. You really start to feel that distance between you mm -hmm. so you just have to make the commitment to both of you and then you got to make a commitment for a little getaway every once in a while and mm -hmm. that really kind of gets the fires going again yeah 
What about couples therapy? I we've never done couples therapy. No. I'm all for Mark's got it all. Yeah, but I don't. <laughs> we talk about therapy a lot on this, as we well should. But I also think that there are other avenues besides couple therapy, like you said, like a getaway that can really spark the fire again is something that's really nice. Because I, yeah, intimacy. Well, I mean, it's a big hold part on. of relationship. I think people think couple. When you think of the word therapy, it's like oh, there's something wrong with you. There's something that needs to be fixed. Like a last so. resort no, before divorce, right? Kind of a thing. And it, it shouldn't. And and I'm so against. Like I hate when people think like that. If you're going to the gym, you're going to the gym to work your body out. So why not go to a therapist to work your brain out? Yeah, but there's just, different moves at the gym that you can do. You could do bench. You could do back. You yeah, could do you arms. Can there's the, different. You could literally go to your therapist and just talk about how you went grocery shopping today and be like, well, there's nothing really I need to like. Yeah, well, I totally. Two hundred dollars an hour to the bank. I just don't think therapy is mandated. I think it's if you want to keep like continue to grow and, and you think you guys need it, absolutely. But I also think that like there are different methods as well. Therapy is not a last resort, but I also don't think it's like, hey, we should do this weekly. I mean, it depends on whatever you want. Um, like if you want to do therapy every week, of course, that's between you and your significant other. But I think my point is like. I don't want people to think that, like, hey, nothing's wrong. We should go to therapy. It's like, no, you can do other things as well. There's a multitude of things that you can do to help the relationship grow. I don't know. That's just my opinion. No, I agree. But sometimes <laughs> people don't know what it is that they should be doing because they're like, well, we, I think we've tried everything. How, mm-hmm. can we, how can we get there? Well, that would, that's different because then yeah. they see couples therapy as a last resort, which, again, it's not. It's not. And usually <laughs> when it is a last resort, it's the not. relationship is probably going to end. That's what my therapist says. All right, let's just wrap up these. Uh, they're not even questions anymore that I had, but let's wrap this up and then we'll wrap up the podcast. Sound pretty good? Aww, all right, moving forward. I don't want to leave. Oh, it's all right. I think we don't want you to leave. Go back home, Vanessa. Vanessa. No, right. no, just stay. Stay for an extra week. Record <laughs> another one. Um, all right, well, this is more like uh, we talked about a couple of weeks ago how we wanted to introduce new dating terms to the podcast to make sure everybody was on the same level playing field. So I have two new ones, and I'd like to know, Dean and uh, Vanessa, Dean, get off your Phone. Sorry, I'm I just working posted a here. Really funny We're trying to Everybody's on a phone or computer right now except for me. This is ridiculous. <laughs> you're on your computer too. I'm the only one paying attention your here. Your computer is literally right wide open right now. I know, but I'm not on it. You're on your Bluetooth speaker right now with with Ashley. How, who are you, what are you saying? Right that now? is not true. How dare Make you? sure you get the coffee that I like, Ashley. <laughs> um, and all right, uh, number eight. So two more terms to know for dating. Do you guys know what love? Bombing is. Yeah, yeah, we talked about this on the last two weeks. Two no, we didn't. Ago. We did not talk about love bombing. With the bubbies. It shows how much attention you All right, pay. so what is it? Oh, it's when, when you're, you, like, overly... When you overly express too much um, uh, infatuation with someone, and then, like, you pull back, and then you do it again, and you pull back, and then you do it again. We had the bubbies on literally two weeks ago. All right, number nine. Come uh, on, man. I, I don't have a good memory. What Do you know what fire-dooring is? Fire-dooring. Fire? fire? Like a fire door. Door. Oh, fire, fire dooring. dooring. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, I think it's when you get freaked out by someone. You're like, don't Peace. Google it, Dean. Yeah, don't cheat. Good God, he's such a cheater. If Vanessa continues, you're no, no, no. Am I say, am I right? Like when you say like it get, again? when you get freaked out by someone, you're like, bye, and you like just take the exit door. Like the closest uh, exit I think door? I think if I were to guess, it's when there is a relationship. You're and such a jerk. It's a, no, such come, I'm just guessing cheater. here. Oh, I'm not even on the thing. I'm in my email. Google's right open on your computer. It's uh, if I had to guess, it's probably when there's a relationship and one person is showing a lot more interest in the relationship than the other person. That's usually it's me. just a one way street, essentially. Yes, it's a person who has all the power. Uh, in an exchange, someone who will text you but fail to respond when you text back. Someone Ugh. you will never make plans to see, but. Expect to expect them to drop everything and come out when they happen to have an afternoon free. Sounds like a f- 
boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it just says, for example, Dean Ungler, right on the bottom. That's where I don't know. <laughs> uh, all right, number 10, last one, because uh, I was listening to Backstreet Boys. What's your favorite boy band of all time? The Hanson Brothers? No. no. no Dean, you don't like boy bands? You no. should have been in one. <laughs> Are you Googling boy bands? No, I was. So I got sent this. Uh, this 15 signs you're dating a douchebag list by one oh of my God. friends. And I was like on the cover <laughs> Are of you it. on? What? No way. Yeah. So oh, I was, stop. We were just talking about how you what were reading. What was the website? It was on a, a You know what article. it is, Dean? Because you're so good looking, people probably think you're a douchebag. No, it was it was like it was, 10 reasons you're dating a... Uh, wait, I think this was me. Stupid paradise. <laughs> oh, a major douchebag. Oh, wait. gotcha. Okay. Is, is your picture seriously on that? It was... I don't know. My friend sent it to me. Um, You're not uh, a douchebag. Uh, thank you guys at all. Anyways, That's why you need to go to paradise. Redeem yourself. So I don't you give a. Redeemed. I don't give a crap about a redemption story. At this I point care about life. it. You deserve Thanks, better, Dean. Buddy. Um, favorite boy band. I guess NSYNC. Sure. No, oh, Backstreet Boy Sorry, guy. Buddy. Um. Anyways, thank you guys so much for. Thank you, Vanessa, for being in studio today. Seriously, guys, we need I to have flew this. in just for this and for the wine tour. Literally just for this, just to see Jared and me. Um, and hang out with us and talk to Gigi on the phone. Big thank you to Gigi Gorgeous, of course. Jared, where can we find her book? So you can go to ggorgeousbook.com where you can purchase her brand new book, He Said, She Said, uh, Lesson Stories and Mistakes from My Transgender Journey. It's also on Amazon, so you can purchase it there. Big thank you to all our sponsors for this week's episode. We wouldn't be here without you guys. Big thank you to Easton, Tori, and Mark for being the best producers in the world. Big thank you to our listeners for listening to this podcast. Always the biggest thank you. You guys can join yeah, the Facebook the group, uh, Help I Suck at Dating Podcast, and you can also follow us on Instagram. Where, Dean? Uh, help I Suck at Dating. <laughs> help I Suck at Dating. <laughs> uh, or Deanie underscore babies, or Jared Haybon, or Vanessa Grimaldi91. 30. 30. Um, that'll you do it for this week's episode of Help lie. I Suck at Dating. Thank you for tuning in. Be sure to tune in next week where maybe we'll suck a little bit less. Follow Help I Suck at Dating with Dean, Vanessa, and Jared on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. It's time to celebrate Black History Month at the Walmart Black and Unlimited Clock. On Thursday, February 29th from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., you can celebrate an extra day of Black History Month with Walmart. This event is free and open to the public at two locations, Flatiron Plaza in New York City and Ovation Hollywood in Los Angeles. With giveaways dropping every hour on the hour, it's the perfect time to try, like, and share Black-led products. It's free, it's for everyone, and it's your chance to see how you can level up your daily routine with Black-led products that are creating a new world of choices at Walmart. Trust, you don't want to miss it. Boricua is the name for someone from Puerto Rico, but it's more than a name. It's a way of life and representation of the vibrant spirit of the island. Let the Boricua spirit welcome you with a warm embrace to start each day and remind you why you travel in the first place. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. With nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline, there's always new places to explore. The island's diverse geography offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to stunning black sand beaches. There are spots that are perfect for water sports so you can surf, snorkel, paddleboard, or go diving. To travel to Puerto Rico, there is no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.